0: of honesty talk we're going to be speaking about heartbreak, heartache heartbreak so it's going to be a deep one i feel um and when we were speaking about this privately we kind of covered all the different scenarios wherein a person can experience heartbreak so would you like to share some of
1: those mm, so you know when we think about heartbreak it's usually in the for in the realm of a, a romantic marital relationship and so we kind of just focus it on heartbreak in that realm but heartbreak can go further and it does go further than just that because it can be in the case where a parent has a, a child has done something that a parent would never have like thought that they would do Mm. and to think like i never raised you i never brought you up to do that to make that choice Mm -hmm. it can be down to siblings Mm -hmm. Um, parent like uh, between um between parents and child but any kind of situation any kind of circumstance what that person can say my heart is broken that i feel disappointed i feel hurt i feel whatever emotion that they would use in my heart that is actually considered to be heartbreak. So it's not just the marital sphere and it goes further than that. And I kind of wonder what are the ramifications of us not, con- not acknowledging that in certain situations my heart has been broken, that I feel heartbroken. I think sometimes we hold back from labelling it that because we feel like that is not it doesn't fit it doesn't fit it's not deserving it's not worthy it's not bad enough or whatever it is but if you feel it there you're heartbroken Mm. and to acknowledge that Mm. and i
0: think i i mean i like what you said that heartbreak can exist in a multitude of different relationships and and situations i also do think for muslims Mm. there isn't much discussion taking place surrounding heartbreak in regards to love Mm. in regards to perhaps loving someone that you can't be with i'm talking about you know uh, a sister loving a man or a man loving a you know a woman that they they can't be with. they're not married to or that they're married and um the husband has done something or the sister has done something uh you know or that you're just longing you're longing to be with your husband who works on the other side of the world and is only able to come back for a month in the year. You know, that kind of heartbreak, when it comes to love, we don't talk about this, but it's something that's so deep, so painful, so excruciatingly painful, it's very, very real. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you, you know, when you experience heartbreak for whatever reason, it's something that you wake up with. It's something that you go to sleep with. It's something that enters everything that you're doing, Mm. eating, sleeping, working, speaking to people, um, you know, doing very, very kind of mundane things. Mm. It just doesn't escape you. And it's and and because it doesn't escape you, you can't run from it. It's there until you are with your beloved Mm. or your beloved is taken away or you have some type of epiphany that this is not going to happen or it's not good for me or it's not going to work or Allah does something. It's it's a daily struggle Mm -hmm. it's a daily struggle and many sisters go through it I'm thinking about the messages that we've received Mm -hmm. at Honesty Talk Mm -hmm. most of them fall under the umbrella of heartache and heartbreak Mm -hmm. right Um, so knowing that it's such an intense emotional struggle and one that many people face how do we Journey through it? How do we cope with it? How do we reconcile with the fact that my heart is broken and it's going to continue to ache? Mm -hmm. And for the foreseeable future, I can see that it's going to continue to ache. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm really struggling to cope with it.
2: I mean, I'm listening to you, and I think from what both of you said, like um, the fact that uh, we don't label it, we have a very strict label of what we think qualifies. And because We think our experience doesn't fit. I think just right out the door, a lot of people don't even know that that's what's going on. There are so many people walking around with broken hearts and they have no idea.
1: Yes, that's exactly what I was
2: thinking. To ID it first, the awareness right out the door. They have no idea that that's what it is. And it's
1: sometimes labeled as something else.
2: Yeah, because also something else could be socially acceptable. Like if it's if I'm grieving a loss, somebody passed away, it has a logical or maybe it's just socially more acceptable. It's universal. It's understood. It's universal. If somebody died, yeah. so they're grieving. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. But heartbreak, maybe they they feel like they need to justify, qualify,
0: particularly explain. particularly as Muslims. You know, when it comes to when it comes to I'm talking about heartbreak with love yeah. in the context of love, we don't like to to we don't talk particularly about it. particularly when it comes to. Um, maybe outside the realms of marriage, mm-hmm. and let's be real now. This is honesty talk. People do fall in love, mm-hmm. okay? People, you know, there, there may be a situation where a sister has been has had an, has is is going to have an arranged marriage mm-hmm. that was conducted by her family, but she has she has fallen in love with, with someone, someone at work, for example. This ha- this happens, or at school, mm-hmm. you know. Um, But we don't talk about it because, you know, it's haram, it shouldn't happen. You should only love and fall in love within marriage. But what happens to the very human occurrence of actually loving someone and falling in love with someone and you're not married to them and the heartache and the heartbreak of that when you
2: perhaps can't be with that person? I think it's important to separate the principle from the human experience, mm. so I think right now what we're addressing is the human experience. So yeah, like for the person who's dealing with the heartbreak. You know, yeah, because I, I can already hear, I can hear it. the fuss. Yeah, about you're promoting of opening course, the doors. Well, of course, to, we're not promoting. And you know, the
0: people that are saying that they haven't, they have an issue that they need to resolve need within therapy. themselves. They need no, no, they do need therapy because how can how can three Muslim women who are trying their best to aspire towards Allah's pleasure? Be promoting that we're not promoting it we're we're saying human, that no we're yeah. saying that it exists amongst Muslims it exists and
1: yes. the fact if you strip it all back we are humans right. right and we have emotion yeah Islam didn't come to strip us of emotion no Islam came to help us perfect ourselves and be better yeah. right so that we can work out we can uh, Manage ourselves better and and show up better and improve our our right. character, but it didn't come to say, "Hey, you, Ashhadu illallah, Okay, cool. That's that part of you stripped away. Like right. you, You're not allowed to fall in love because now you're you're a Muslim. You're not allowed to fall in love now that you proclaim to believe in Allah. What? Right. Mm. I
0: mean, one of it's funny. I was just thinking about a, a, an interview that I watched and I cannot remember who it was with or from. But it was actually um, a gay Muslim, okay, who was speaking about how he has journeyed through um, uh, understanding his feelings, uh, his homosexual feelings, and how he has tried to um, to control them, to manage them so that for him, He so that he doesn't act upon them, yeah. And I you know, I watched this interview and I thought, you know what, subhanallah, these are the types of discussions that we need. We can't, we okay, we know that homosexuality is not a part of our deen, but it happens, it is around us, and yes, there are gay Muslims. Now, that's not me saying I'm promoting it, but we have to say that these things exist and we need to be discussing them, not from a position of 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 propagating right but to say well what does what what happens when a person is actually in that situation and in fact the the mere fact that, that we're not discussing it what does that mean for that person? It means that they're struggling alone. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know who to go to because it's a taboo, because it's, it's haram, it's because, because it's yeah. shame. No, we are human. We are Muslims that, that that go through pretty much what everyone else goes through. And in fact, we have the added uh, burden um, or the, uh, the added weight rather that, you know what? I can't talk about this because I'm Muslim. I shouldn't talk about it because I'm Muslim. In fact, I shouldn't be experiencing this because I'm Muslim. And I'm bad. And I'm bad. And so then what, what ends up happening to that person? They cannot reconcile how they can move forward with their situation. So what, what do they do? What do they end up doing? Exactly. They, they withdraw from people. They may stop. They, they may um, uh, their, their, their level of practice will, will start to diminish. And then before you know it they've gone the complete other They're way checked out. whilst if we did allow discussion free freedom of expression in the sense that this is real this is what i'm going through and i want to please allah i want to do the right thing help me and and just the starting point is just to talk about it
2: yeah and i think that you know once you remove the judgment you can look at this as a situation. Mm. It's not the good and bad and shame, take all that stuff aside for a second. And now let's look at it as just heartbreak, Mm. plain old heartbreak without the cause, without the story. So if someone was in a situation, like if someone's working through another ailment of the heart, they're working through grief, there are steps, there's a Mm. process, there's support. Right. So now in the same way, let's talk about steps. Let's talk about support. Let's talk about moving through it. Yeah. And um, I think that the, the fear is that if I hold space for you, then I'm condoning. And that means I support. And that means that I'm not standing up for what's mm. right. And that, so I don't want to be supportive in case I'm encouraging or enabling. So if I can say, okay, I see where you're coming from. And I see that you're hurting, but let me support you. And maybe let's help you move forward in a more healthy way. Mm. I know you love this person. I know that this is hard but I love you and I'm looking out for your future. Let's talk about how we can make the best decision for you going forward. And that's a totally different vibe. Absolutely. That's a totally different vibe. It's a vibe. beautiful There's vibe. There's acknowledgement yeah. Yeah. that this is happening to you and I see you and I know it's not a party. I know this sucks, mm. but but we still shouldn't make a decision on your life from this position and let's work together to see what we can do. Because right. the
1: worst thing when you're going through heartbreak is for someone else to dismiss your, your, your experience, experience. Yeah. and yeah, to it dismiss. it. Yeah. What is going on for you mm. yeah at that point and to you know almost say well you have no right to feel that mm. you know yeah. that's
2: that's the worst they thing. bring the story back into it and now you're wrong for feeling that way and how did you get in that situation in the first place and mixing and huh. right you know that's it. it's <laughs> up in flames yeah, yeah. Right. so
0: thinking about the steps yeah and, and we're not just talking about i mean we kind of Veered towards the romantic heartbreak. relationship, yeah, yeah, the romantic relationship, but just heartbreak in general, whether that's from loss, betrayal, love, whatever. Knowing that it's a daily struggle, and we, we spoke about the importance of there being like a plan and steps of how they can cope. I, I would really like to discuss this because I'm sure there are viewers watching this saying, Alhamdulillah. Someone is finally Finally acknowledged someone's finally acknowledging and someone's Mm. speaking about it Let's give these 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 sisters or brothers hope let's give them some 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 Steps that they can take to manage the heartbreak until Allah
2: brings the ease the ease. Mm. I think Steps I think at the start is space you need space, like physical, mental, you need, ro- you need distance and room to process what you're going through right now. So somebody, an incident happens, a person's hit with something, you know, a breakup, whatever it is that happened that, that triggers the whole thing to happen, the chain reaction starts. People are immersed in everything else. That your children need you. This person is asking for that from you. You know, you, this person's weighing in. Don't divorce, don't break. It, it, it's like, whoosh. it's too much noise. Mm. You need space, you need to tell everyone, give me three months, six months, whatever I need time to process and come to some clarity within myself. Please just give me the room. Because I think a lot of times it's like, make a decision, take action, cut them off, break this. We're gonna marry you off quickly to someone else. We're gonna shift you, pause, you need to pause because it's not the time to make decisions. It's not the time, you're not clear. So how are you gonna do that? And I think in that, in order to,
1: in order to request for others to give you space, it's first you need to give yourself the permission to have space, space
0: yeah.
1: because sometimes you know when you're going through heartbreak, we feel like we need to keep going so I don't feel it. So the numbing starts. Mm. Yeah, I need keep to be keep busy, going. To be busy. I can yeah, from me, it, let me yeah. let me do something. Let me go to the gym. Let me go like let me do, 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 keep moving because as soon as I stop moving, the voices start. Oh, they start. Mm. They are coming at night. Anyway. And then I, and then I, and, <laughs> I, and I ha, and I have to. So the binge eating happens. The binge watching happens. The the on
2: over, unhealthy over
1: yeah unhealthy behaviour mm. behavioural pa- mm. patterns start to kick in mm. because people are fearful of entering that space of actually acknowledging the fact that this hurts and
2: these and are facing balls.
1: that pain mm. yeah P- facing the pain is part of the process mm. it's not going to be easy mm. but it needs to be faced because as, as long as you keep denying it the, the longer you pro- prolong the path uh, like uh, kind of pull yourself from the path towards healing because you need to face it. So it's naming it. It's saying, yeah. I, my heart is
0: aching because of this. this. My heart is aching because of this. So what happens once we, we label it and we name it? What's the next step? Because I mean, I'm hearing you that you need space for three, six months. This person is going through heartache and they can't see the end of the day. Mm. They're struggling to see how am I going to cope with Going to sleep with this and knowing that I'm going to wake up with it How in do you the, think the that following need morning. need to get help,
1: mm. some sort of help to to work through that process. Mm. And at that point, that point is a beautiful point to assess your relationship with Allah. Absolutely, Al Al-Wadud, mm. the one who loves, mm. the one who will not break your heart, even though in that moment you might think that he has, because it's part of your qadar. Mm. You never know that what can come from a broken heart. Like the beauty that can come mm-hmm. from a broken heart. I always see like something crumbling gives you the the uh, the, the ability to start to shape that and mold that into something new. Mm-hmm. Building material, it's right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I think that I've seen this in Palestine where they've used rubble to build things that I'm like Mm. to build new buildings to make new buildings and it's Mm. it's just it's like it's incredible it doesn't it doesn't mean that the thing is destroyed it means you have the opportunity to build something new Mm. right and so getting getting the help whether that's a a friend that you'll say look I just need your support whenever I need to call on you Mm -hmm. Mm. and knowing that Allah is also like is the source of Mending that broken heart
2: What you said about your your uh, connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because um, I think when you're heartbroken, it's like You're you're cracked open and everything pours out. Yeah. whoa the get ready yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just gonna Everything's gonna come out and it is it's truly like in salah in dua. It's real boy, it's real. Like at that time, it's pouring out of you. It's genuine. You're present. It's 110% all the way. So it is such a perfect opportunity. And also, you know, and you'll feel that the people around you, as much as they want to be there for you, no one knows the full extent of what's going on. Except him.
0: Except him. There's no one.
1: Yeah.
2: There's no one. Except him. Because some people add to that heartbreak Mm. by feeling like these
1: people should be whatever mm. that expectation mm. but they they can't grasp it like you who's experiencing you know i think i think one
0: one um uh, practical step that that those who are experiencing heartbreak can take at any time day or night um regardless of, of of the intensity of the heartbreak is to to come to allah vulnerably and to say to allah you know um this person betrayed me or I love this person and I want to be with this person and my parents won't let me be with them, you know, or Allah, they're they're forcing me to get married but I'm in love with him or I'm in love with her and this is hurting me. Subhanallah, do you not know that Allah sees your situation completely and he knows the matters of your heart, he knows how your heart is beating, how it's skipping beats, how it's just... Aching so so badly, turn to him and tell him, you know, tell him he is your intimate companion. You know, talk to him and say to him, I, I want this, and I don't know if it's good for me. I don't even know if it's gonna come to me, but I I I, I can't go through days like this anymore. I'm really, really struggling, Ya Rabbi. Help me, you know. Really, really just say exactly what you're feeling, name it with your Lord. Name it with your Lord and and just release it. You know, we said that it's, it's pouring forth. Let it pour forth to him. And I think that that gives the soul solace. It's a soothing balm for the heart. You know, it's, you know the heart is breaking. It's, it's, it's a balm that's just putting the pieces back together. And I don't think there's anything like, like you said, because people come and go, sometimes they're judgmental, sometimes they're like this. But, you know, you can you can go back to him at any time of the day or night and you can be completely honest and you know that when you're doing that, he already knows. He already knows what you're going through. There's nothing like it, right? And if the opportunity,
1: because some people, especially maybe heartbreak in the realm of loss, mm. they feel like, I can't hold i can't let go of this because if i do that means i've betrayed them
2: mm.
1: they're fighting the good fight mm.
2: yeah if
1: i move on mm. then that means in some way i'm forgetting them
2: mm.
1: i'm letting go of them mm. how much they meant to me how much how the love that we shared the memories that we had that i'm somehow letting them down mm. and Sometimes it's easy, in, in those situations, to prolong the heartache mm. because of what you've decided letting go of it means. Mm. And in those circumstances, it's really important to get clear on the meaning of the two. Mm. Like, your love for them isn't dependent on you being in a state of heartbreak day in, day out,
0: mm. like for the
2: rest of your life. Mm. You don't need to be broken for them. Yeah, no. yeah
0: you could, And in fact, Though they may not be in your life, though they may not be in the world, you can still love them. Yes. And you can still love them positively. It doesn't need to be in the form of heartbreak. Yeah. And it's almost like it's um, it's loving their memory. Yeah. It's loving what they loved that, yeah. that still exists in the world. Loving what they stood for. Loving what they stood mm. for. And that's a way to love them yeah. still, you know, even though they've passed. Yeah. Um, Oh, gosh, it's, uh, it, it makes you think, it really, really makes you think. I mean, heartbreak covers so, so much ground and so many um, different situations. Um, I guess kind of final thoughts and words on this topic, particularly, I think it would be really, really nice for us to address viewers who may be watching this who are going through the daily struggle of heartbreak waking up with it going to sleep with it final thoughts final kind of soothing soothing words that we can offer them
2: um i think i want to direct mine particularly to betrayal okay um for people who are going through that and um feeling like everything in the past was a lie or that you know up until this point nothing has any meaning anymore um i think that it's important to it, something like what you just said that that was then the memories were valid the experiences were valid it served its purpose in its time yeah. you know it, you don't have to cancel
0: All of that. All of that
2: because it ended in this particular way. Like at this point, this is what's happening. But at that time, it wasn't bad and it wasn't broken and it wasn't negative and it wasn't Mm. false. It was. Mm. And it was beautiful and there were good times and you can hold them both. Yeah, You can say, this was beautiful, but now... Your heart has room for good. Yeah,
0: I leave that there beautiful. And would you say that 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 enables a person to let go positively and gracefully?
2: Because you feel like, to feel like everything was destroyed, it feels like everything behind me is just rubble. just destroyed. That's harder to recover from. Mm. Versus I will close the chapter intact and that was that, but now this is my signal to move to to the next chapter Mm. gracefully. You know? Mm. Let me step in.
0: I love that. Which angle of heartbreak are you going to be speaking about? I
1: think there are so many that come to mind, you know, especially, I guess, heartbreak in terms of motherhood, because mm. that's not something that we speak about mm. in terms of your child has maybe chosen a different path, has m- took a particular action, course of action that you would never choose. And your heart is broken because that leads to, to, to blame and it was my fault and things like that. And just to know that in that, in that particular realm, you did your best. You really and truly did. And their actions are their actions. They chose it. They've got the autonomy to make their choices. And you gave them everything, they, everything you could possibly give them. Mm. And them choosing something different is not a reflection of you. Mm. And you can, you can recover and you can remain whole and intact. It doesn't mean now that you as a human, you're finished, mm-hmm. that you're rubbish, that you're a failure, that you're trash. You're okay. It's just that that action that was theirs. and to not hold on to the blame that you've attached to that action.
0: Mm-hmm. I think for me, um I'm going I was quite passionate about it, knowing many sisters who have found themselves in the situation where they have fallen in love with someone um, that they can't be with. So there's the, the, the heartbreak of longing. Um, and I find that um, they feel incredibly alone because they don't have anyone to speak about from it because they're coming from a position of shame. They yeah. feel ashamed that they've fallen in love with someone outside of marriage. So I'd like to talk about this. I would say that um, uh, it's the, 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 the healing from that has to come from your very, very close relationship with Allah that you need to take, no one will understand it, particularly Muslims because they're so judgmental. Um, You really need to heal with Allah and you need to trust Allah's timing of when you will heal. Name it, say it, lift it up to him tell your lord that i'm struggling with this i want you to be pleased with me i want to do the right thing but this is honestly how i'm feeling and this is what i'm really really struggling with just like you know mend my heart Mm -hmm. ya Allah and if you know that that the the mending of my heart is to be with this person then please just bring me to him or bring me to her bring him to me or bring her to me and 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 you know quicken it you know make make that quick and if you know that he's not meant for me then ya allah replace my heart with a love for something else mm-hmm. for a, with a love for uh the person that i'm meant to be with or yeah. with, with a love for um a, a friend you know just take the feelings the intense feelings that i'm experiencing and direct it to where it's best mm-hmm. yeah and trust in his timing and realize that That may happen very, very quickly, it may take days, it may take months, it may take years, but if there is a gap between your asking of it and His deliverance, it's because Allah loves the broken heart and we have to remember this. And why does He love the broken heart? Because it's only when we are severely tested or when the heart really experiences that level of pain, that um, we turn to him and we turn to him needy. We show him how dependent we are of him and his help. And he loves it when the servant comes to him, vulnerable, begging, needy, trusting, um, you know? So the, the prolonging that you perceive it to be
1: may just be that he loves to hear from you. You know what I love that you added there at the beginning just asking Allah to bring you to that person, like it it validates that it's okay to love. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. even just talking to Allah about yeah. I love this person, Ya Rab, like that level of intimacy with mm. Allah. Yeah. That you can't necessarily sometimes you can't have with another human being. Right. But that level of intimacy that Ya Rab. I love this person. Mm. Maybe like it might be that there are difficulties but I love him or her, I love Mm. them. Mm. And that is an acknowledgement that I am allowed to feel that way. Right, And that's so human Mm. and such a human vulnerability and presentation before the Lord of the worlds. Alhamdulillah. And and that's what it always goes back Mm. to, subhanAllah. Mm. So, dear
0: viewers, heartbreak, do share your thoughts, comments with us, and we ask Allah to provide you with the exact type of soothing balm for your broken hearts. Mm -hmm. Ameen. Look forward to speaking with you, engaging with you, over at the next episode of Honesty Talk Inshallah.
2: Find your people, even if it takes a long time, hold out for them because they're there. Sometimes, you have to
1: not be liked in the short term in order to, in order to deserve love in the long term. I mean, a woman on her own is, is a force. Cool. I just think from the powerful, strong, articulate, confident ones.
0: But when, when you bring women together, my gosh.
1: To the ones who are struggling and kind of trying to make sense of everything. To know that there are people. Who will be in my lane? Who will who will be my supporters be if, and and my cheerleaders? I love sisters. <laughs> I do. I just I just love sisters.